All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Spoilers Nation After Dark begins now. Duck was on the menu tonight and the boys went duck hunting, everybody. Yes, what a game that was. I I can't get this smile off my face right now. I said I wanted to be sent off into the week with nothing but good vibes. And good vibes is exactly what we got as the Edmonton Oilers took down the Anaheim Ducks by a final score of 8-2. to two. Are you kidding me? Pinch me if I'm dreaming. That was the game and the performance that we knew this team was capable of all season long. It felt so much sweeter. They never took their foot off the pedal. It was a point night galore. The Crown Royal scoring summary is going to be very long this evening. Uh, if you didn't bet the over, if anyone bet the under tonight, please let me know because you must feel so dumb right now. I, I never take the under, but I took the over as well. Thank God. What an evening. And I see it here from Lance. He said, this was a great weekend. I had beers with Oilers Nation on Friday. And he got two Oilers W's. That's right, Lance. We're on cloud nine. And those beers were delicious. They absolutely were. Live from the Sports Closet Studio. Hello, I am your host, Aaron Bordado. And I'm going to be guiding you through this one because it was a very, very fun game. But I can't do it alone. And I've got the one, the only. Bring him in. The red wine lifestyle. If you're not classily drinking a huge glass, swirling it around right now, bag milk, I don't know who you are. How are you doing tonight? I can't see your smile, but I know it's big. 
Yeah, I'm excited, man. It's hard not to get excited about an A2 win. We don't get these very often. And it was the kind of game where, you know, the Oilers could have easily gone the other way before the show even started. You were talking about Stuart Skinner. It was a little bit rough in my three key things for tomorrow morning at OilersNation.com. The best word I could think of when I was describing Stu's night was just, it was kind of an adventure because early on it was shaky. He was letting pucks loose a little bit. There was that one goal. The second one of the night for the ducks absolutely had to stop it, but then he turned it around and shut the door. I was, uh, I was very, very pleased. I'm happy. I'm excited. The chat's buzzing. Everybody's happy. Let's, let's go. I'm excited. I've got wine. I'm ready. That's right, baby. I had, I had a, I had a glass of red wine tonight as well. No crown Royal for me. It's a Sunday night. So we're trying to wind down. I tell you, it's hard to wind down right now. I am so jacked up. Two after darks in a row that I get to smile the whole time. It <laughs> must be my birthday or something. Christmas is coming in early, and I'll be the first one to say it. I see it in the chat all over. See it on Twitter all over. We are so back, baby. I know that might come back to bite me in just a few weeks, but right now, there's no way you could look me in the eyes and tell me that these Edmonton Oilers aren't back we're back, baby. And the vibes are high. Just bag milk. Maybe you can just talk broadly here. But like, wow, we just said the start, the start was rough. Stuart Skinner, my heart was jumping out of my chest. I did scream at one point, get him out of the net and put Pickard in. But no, that's why I'm not the coach. We keep him in. He grounded himself back. But points from everybody. Depth points. Mr. Connor Brown got on the score sheet. Vinny DeHarnay had two points. Bag milk. This was a dream tonight, right? Yeah, everybody that kind of needed points started to get them. And you look at the players that the Oilers have and needed production from. The most consistent forwards that they had was Evander Kane. He got his 10th of the year. Zach Hyman got two again tonight. But Connor McDavid, all of a sudden, the guy was quote-unquote slumping by his own standards for a minute to start the season. Then all of a sudden, he's come roaring back. He had another five-point night. He had four the other night against uh, against Washington. Leon Dreisaitl's goals in back-to-back games. Ryan Nugent Hopkins' goals in back-to-back games. James Hamblin with the depth goal. All of a sudden, this guy only scores beauties. He's coming in with his second goal of the season. So there's a lot to like here. Matias Ekholm got one. Like there's there's tons to like here from this victory. And I know that the that the Ducks are a team that you should beat more often than not. But the reality is is that this could have gone the other way. It had the early mistakes kind of overwhelmed the Oilers as they maybe would have two three weeks ago. Then we might be talking about a loss, but they didn't let it get there. They were calm. They were steady. They went out and won every period. And that's what you want them to do against a team that's rolling into your barn on a five-game losing streak. So the Oilers handled their business. They took care of a team that they had to beat, clawed back two two points in the standings from them, two straight wins. So I like it. I'm excited. There's lots to like here. Little four-point swing. Never hurt anybody. I said it on pre-gaming before. Once again, a little worried I was going to have to eat my words. But I said, the Ducks are frauds, okay? I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what their record is. They're not that good. And the Oilers are a good team. And good teams should go beat the ever-loving shit out of bad teams. That's exactly what we got this evening. You can't... No one can dampen this down. I saw somebody in here and they said, well, the Ducks defense is ass, that they're they're not good. And I say, yeah, that's fine. We still beat them 8-2. I'm sure other teams haven't. Other teams have lost to them. They had a winning record. And we came in and we did what we had to do. Bag Milk, you might actually have an answer for this. Somebody asked, where do they get the neon Leon hoodie? Do we still sell these? 
We, I don't think we have them up right now, yeah. but we're probably going to come up with a new version of them. So we always try to come out with a new neon Leon every season. So that was last year's stay tuned nationgear.ca. You know, we'll have them. We, and especially come on, my guy's starting to heat up now. Three goals in his last two games. We're going to get a neon hoodie cooking. You know, Kennedy's going to be on it. Come on now. Come on, Kennedy. I know you're in the chat. I know you heard all that. Let's get some designs going. I'm so happy. I have this tonight as well. I said it on pre-gaming. You could tell that Leon might be more so back, A, because he's scoring goals. B, he was smiling in his post-game interview last game, and I'm sure he's going to have a smile on his face right now. doesn't matter matter what Mark Spector says and asks after this game. They're <laughs> going to be smiling. They are going to be happy. But shameless plug here, you might not be able to get Neon Leon right now, but there is a Nation Gear blackout sale going on right now. Unleash the darkness with the Nation Gear Blackout Collection. Embrace the bold and gear up with all new styles of our exclusive line available only for a limited time. Like Bag Milk just said, we would have told you this one was a limited time last year. If you didn't listen, now you're in the chat asking for it. Well, you can't get it. So the same goes for this drop right now. There are some fire hats in there, some hoodies and t-shirts. I was showing them off on Friday. They are beautiful. Shout out to our design team and our beautiful 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 logos and things that we get made i love our i love everyone we work with and i have the best job in the world because i get to guide everyone through this game right now so let's get into it the crown royal scoring summary brought to you by crown royal the one the only they're the best i kind of took myself off crown royal a little bit this weekend i'm going a little hard on the crown royal once i get a sponsor and i feel love from them back i want to give it back but uh, Crown Royal, they're the best. Enjoy yourself a nice glass right now. Maybe put some cola. Maybe go straight. Tonight might be a straight night. We get it going. But okay, the scoring summer. There's a lot to get to. There was 10 goals tonight. And it didn't start really the way we wanted. one nothing Ducks. Ducks break out from their own end. A beautiful, beautiful cross-ice feed to Max Jones, I believe is his name or whatever. Right in front of the net. He's got a stick there. He puts it back home. I don't blame Stuart Skinner on that one. That was that was a great play by them. Was I immediately rattled that, oh my God, are we going to, is this going to happen again? Bag milk, where was your levels right there? You're not surprised to see the Oilers give up the first one that early. We've seen it a lot, but it was very discouraging. Yeah, I mean, it was a bummer to see them allow two goals on the first four or five shots, whatever it was. And like you said, Stu was kind of making me nervous. He was handling the puck like a live grenade. And it was kind of concerning about where he was at with his rebound control. But again, ultimately, credit where credit's due. He locked it down when we needed him to. He only allowed those two goals, albeit you say whatever you think of them. They were the second one particularly was really ugly. Um, but ultimately, he did the he got the job done and he got us the win. And uh, yeah, early on, it was it was tense because I didn't want the Oilers to be the one to end the five game losing streak. I wanted them to put their head on somebody who's drowning's head rather than giving them a life preserver. So yeah. How could you not be nervous when you see the opposition come into your barn and get two goals on the first handful of shots? Yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty nervous, pretty scared. I had my brother was at the game right there and he texted me immediately and was like, Oh no. <laughs> like, oh yeah. no. Am I going to be, I believe his wording was, is he going to be this hungover? work tomorrow for this but no he how hungover he's gonna be today or tomorrow will be totally worth it because i know the beers were flowing but okay the oilers then got on the board it was a vander kane and 
Connor Brown got a point, everybody. We can all leave him alone now. He's, he's <laughs> worth $4 million now, right? He got one apple. But it was a great play. I believe it was a great pass from dry to Brown as they're taking the zone. Cross ice. Brown makes a beautiful instant touch pass over to Evander Kane, who wastes no time. He ripped it five hole. Is you saw, uh, what's his name? Backup goalie, Dostal. Couldn't, wasn't really on the ground yet. Knew it was coming across. Sent it five hole. That's what Evander Kane do, but Connor Brown, that was a beautiful play, Bag Milk. He's in the top six. He's on that line. That's all I need him to do, right? Yeah, I mean, he just, he made a nice play. Got the cross-ice pass over to Kane. Kane did not dust it off. He just one-touch shot it through the legs. Dostal was on the move across. Couldn't come through. So I'm hoping for Connor Brown, like there's a little psychological lift for the guy. Having his first point, you know he was feeling pressure. Everybody's talking about the fact that he had zips across the board on his stat line. So I'm hoping it just kind of relieves the pressure. It's only one assist, but whatever. It's a primary assist. And it's a nice one. And it came an important point of the game. And it was an important goal for the Oilers at that time. So I hope he feels good about it. I hope he takes a little bit of satisfaction from it. Now let's go get about 64 more of those in the last 60 games. So, you know, it might be a tall order, but um, we've all made some sky high predictions and we need him to start following through on his end of the bargain. Exactly. Exactly. And hopefully it can be a floodgates thing, right? Like I know that's me hoping and talking aloud to make it come true, but it's a thing in professional sports. Once you see one, it wasn't even a goal. I know when he gets his first goal, man, if it's at home, that place is going to erupt. I see everybody in here saying that Brownie goal is going to be lit. Brown is one of the top players in the NHL right now. I love that. I know that sarcasm, but I'm going to take it in a positive <laughs> route. Jacob GK says $4 million points. Let's go. Hey, I know you're chirping. I know you're joking and you're not going to bring me down on Connor Brown right now because that was what we needed. And it's just the weight off his shoulders. You saw his reaction. Everybody was happy for him. Everybody was thrilled. We were not thrilled for the second goal against that you just touched on for Stuart Skinner. Ducks get a point shot. It's blocked in front by Jones, who then is able to gather it and like quickly throw it on net. It was so sloppy. Skinner should have seen it. That sucked. He should never have let that one in. I had the, oh my God, uh-oh, looking at Pickard like, is this going to happen? No, it shouldn't after two, but maybe it's going to happen. That one sucked. That was tough, but Skinner dialed in after that. But Bag Milk, you touched on it. That was a rough one. Emotional damage. I'm just like, anytime a goal like that goes in, you just feel it wash over you, just the dread and horror, and you go, No, not again. It's not going to happen again. He just had a shutout on Friday. What is this? But then again, thankfully, Stu kind of locked it in from there, shut the door, and he gave the others the backstopping they needed to ultimately close out an important win. So it may have started off ugly. But like that uh, ugly duckling, he morphed into a beautiful swan as the night went on. So <laughs> Stu, is, uh, I like that he battled back. He didn't let it kind of overwhelm him in the moment. And I know he was probably going, oh, fuck, I got to dial it in. And ultimately he did. So that's what we need from a goalie. Short memories. I like that you say the ugly duckling turning into the beautiful swan. I said we're going duck hunting tonight. Trying bam, bam, bam. And that's exactly what we did. But you said that was ugly. It got pretty and it got pretty fast in a hurry there. Connor McDavid goes down the rush. Three on one. Connor McDavid keeps it. Boom, 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 boom. Back and forth. Goes wide. Is able to bury. That's what I love from Connor. That's the Connor that scored over 60 goals last season. Normally this year, I felt like he would have made that pass. He would have tried to force a play. 
Larry said, hey, they're going to give me the one-on-one with the goaltender. I am absolutely going to beat this guy. He goes wide. He tucks. That started the floodgates, bag milk. Yeah, I really did. And, and I, I like what you pointed out there because he had options, right? Like Connor was going in. He could have tried to pass over to Nuge. Nuge was there. If the pass would have worked, it probably would have been a tap in if it worked. But ultimately, he just kind of took it into his own hands and ripped it. There was Dostal had no answer for that shot. And Connor shot it as confidently as if he wasn't just coming out of a slump. So we're seeing Connor do Connor things for the first time kind of all season over these last handful of games. And this team needs him to perform that way if we're ever going to climb out of this hole. So tonight was just another fantastic performance by a very, very special player. And I can, you can almost see the confidence building by the shift with McDavid. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Cause when he goes supernova, it you, teams have a real hard time stopping him. Super nuclear McDavid is, uh, he might be here right now. We love a nuclear McDavid, but super nuclear nine points. In the last two games. Are you kidding me? He's so back. I see my brother now is in the chat, so he must be on his way home from the game. What a great finale to American Thanksgiving weekend. Everybody, my brother's a teacher, and I know he's going to be super hung tomorrow. So props to him. Sorry to those kids. That I Hopefully he puts a movie on. He'll put a movie on. That's what teachers do. But it continued on in the period. Your boy, right? That is, is that the third one there? Yep. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. What I love, and you could tell that they did this a couple times today, Set play off the faceoff in their own end. What a pass from Darnell Nurse. That's yeah. worth $9 million right there. I don't Give care what anybody says. Tape to tape, Springs Nuge on the breakaway. No mistake. Out of a draw in your own end, and you do that off a set play. I don't know if that's good coaching. Sure, that's great execution. That's Nuge, baby, bag milk. That's your boy. Go off. Yeah, I mean, like, the guy needed a goal, right? Like, there was games where he had chances to score and he would hit a post or he would just zip it a couple inches wide and you could tell he was gripping the stick a little bit. But then he scored that goal on Friday where the beautiful hand-eye, the great anticipation and kind of the patience to let it drop and knock it out of the air. And then to see him just rip one pass. Again, beautiful pass by Daryl. That was just a bomb of a pass. Set play off the draw. Love to see it. Nuge goes in and makes no mistake on the on the, on the the breakaway. That Dostal barely moved it was a perfect snipe by nudes just inside the post and when he is dialed in with that shot it's tough to stop so i love seeing nudes heat up a little bit he's got seven points now in his last five games that's two goals and five assists so the top six is starting to heat up and that is very very good news for fans of the edmonton oilers it is bad news for opposing goalies it is good news for betters i know we're going to talk about that later but uh, ultimately having all these guys get points now at the same time after being cold at the same time i'm excited about it the hockey gods had to give back. They take it, they give as well. They've been giving right now. I said on pre-gaming that I believe Ryan Nugent Hopkins is about to go on an absolute point run solely because I think, and tonight hammered at home, that top six, that's the top six. You keep that. Whatever's working right now, you do not mess with that. If I see a blender, I'm going to lose it. I swear to God. You keep that going. Nugent on the wing with McDavid and Hyman. Hyman's Mr. Consistency. I think we're about to see last year, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and we've seen it two goals in two games. So let's keep it rolling. Then to end off the first period, we're still in the first period here. What like the over almost cashed in that period. There was six goals in the first period, but um, another one for two for the fourth goal for the Oilers there in the offensive end. We win a face off. What a theme. I've been saying this a lot lately. We've been winning draws. McDavid goes cross ice to Zach Hyman, who just, 
throws it on home. Nice and simple one right there. You got to love it. That's what Zach Hyman do. That one, it's just, that's like you take Connor McDavid for granted that he just can zip a pass across and leave it wide open for Zach Hyman. That it's, that it's, it would be impossible not to score that one, I think. Yeah, I mean, Connor, yeah, from that spot on the ice, too, he's also a huge threat to shoot. So you have to give him respect there. Or he'll just burn you with the shot like he did on his on his goal. Like, again, Dostal didn't move on that one. So Zach Hyman just kind of faded into the into the quiet zone beside the beside the net. Wide open space to shoot at. And Connor hit him with a beautiful pass. Zach Hyman is going to score that 100% of the time if he gets a chance that clean. So I love to see it. Zach Hyman has been incredibly consistent for the Oilers. I know we're going to touch on him again a little bit, but... 12 points in his last eight games, eight goals, four assists. The guy has just been clutch over these last handful of weeks. He's so much fun to watch. And I love that he's just kind of metaphorically kicking Leafs fans in the balls, especially the ones that said by year three of his contract that he would be washed up and his knees would be busted because the guy's just been so good since he's arrived in Edmonton. And he's so much fun to watch. Love seeing him get rewarded. I think Zach Hyman's the best free agent acquisition of my lifetime. And I mean that. Let me know in the chat. I was born in 95. Let me know if there's been better. But man, for as long as I can remember, I had high hopes for this guy and he has exceeded the shit out of the man. Like yeah, man. he's just so consistent, plays a simple game. It's it's just what he does, right? Um, continuing on here, I'm just looking. Sorry, imagine the chat. We're getting text flying in. Everybody's in such a good mood right now. Yeah, great so mood in but uh, the second goal, uh, the goal, first goal of the second period, James Hamblin. I want to give him lots of love. I saw Sergeant Battle in here wants to shout him out on that play. I also want to shout out Vinny DeHarnay. They were <laughs> battling in our own end. Vinny attempted to get it out once. He didn't. Stuck with it on the boards, battled, battled. Then he got it back to him. He had a couple seconds of room and time before somebody came on him. He decided, okay, I'm not going to try and make the huge play here. He just lifts it off the glass, gets out by the blue line. I believe it was Evan Bouchard who had a beautiful pass to spring James Hamblin. He goes down the ice. He buries. That was great patience, awareness, whatever responsibility you want to give to Vinny DeHarnay. Obviously beautiful by James Hamblin. Who, man, he goes on the rush. He shoots it. I believe it got blocked, and then he retried to shoot it, and he buried it. That's a goal scorer's goal, too. He's got two very pretty ones. I want to give Vinny love for that one. I want to give Boosh love for that one. I want to give James Hamblin love for that one. That goal was beautiful, Bagmel. Adam Ernie also picking up his first point as an Oiler on James Hamblin's goal. So, um, yeah, the guy only scores beauties, right? He's second NHL goal. Both of them have been nice. I love that he came in. I love that he came into the zone with a bunch of speed, took a shot, got blocked, pick up his own rebound and without delay. He just popped it into the open cage. You love to see it. That is a skilled play from a guy who busts his ass. He's like Zach Hyman, extra light. If that makes sense. Anytime he's on the ice, he is hustling. He's grinding. He's a dog on a bone when it comes to the puck. And I love seeing him get rewarded. So the kid works hard. The story's fantastic. We all love the moment where he pointed skyward to, to honor his mom after his first NHL goal. It's just hard not to cheer for guys like like James Hamlin and I love seeing him score nice goals it's fun to see a player like that get rewarded and man if he can chip in every now and then with a couple of goals from time to time from the fourth line we're all going to be loving this kid in a huge huge way he's a local guy you gotta love it every time he scores Gavin tweets the soccer photo of them I love it every time you gotta love it but what he did say during his second period intermission interview with Gene and I really liked it he said for him it all starts in the defensive end, and offense is just a bonus. I love 
his awareness because that is exactly what his game should be. Fourth line center. I don't care how many points you get. I care about good, smart hockey plays, energy shifts, doing what you can to keep keep the morale up and give Connor some give give him some breathing time and then you get off the ice, you get him back on there. And if you can score a couple goals in that time frame, I love it. I can't get enough. So continuing with that second period, it was Zach Hyman again. I always say that he scores the reason he scores so many goals because he's in front of the net. He's got a stick on the ice. He scores the simple ones. Well, this one was a goal scorer's goal on the breakaway. Connor McDavid, too, like with the sickest, quickest touch pass from like center ice to just see Hyman was lurking on their blue line. Boom, zips it up. Hyman goes off, scores a goal scorer's breakaway goal. 6-2, man. I was freaking out at home. I was like, holy shit, what am I seeing right now? This is a point night for everybody. But that's a goal scorer's goal, Bagno. Yeah, Zach Hyman, he'll the, the thing that I love most about him is that he can score goals in so many different ways. A lot of times he's getting greasy in front of the crease and hacking away and he'll score that or he'll just have one bank off his face as we saw in the playoffs back in May. But tonight he scored two different goals that were very very different and they require a lot of skill to get them to go in the in the net and Zach Hyman is just kind of you said it He's just, he's been the perfect free agent signing for this team since he's arrived. And it's hard to imagine him doing anything more for this team than he already is. So to see him get two tonight, two nice goals, two important goals, took the team lead again. Um, fantastic to see. I love this dude. I love everything about Zach Hyman. Super, super pumped. He's an oiler. And tonight was another one of those nights where you just got to sit back and enjoy his hard work and watch him get rewarded for it. Point night, I said it. When I look at the box score here, it's nuts. Everybody got it going. I see in here, Hyman for Heisman. I'm a homosexual, Hymenator. Uh, all kinds of Hyman. Zach attack is back. I believe that one was. And I love this for my brother, because this is true. The hockey gods are willing to reward those fan bases that believe. I said this, so it's been dark times here at Oilers Nation, in these chats, on Twitter, wherever you want to say <laughs> I have been keeping receipts. I have been taking screenshots <laughs> and keeping everyone who's saying, not just we aren't going to make the playoffs, but are going the extra mile to say that we're terrible. Connor's going to leave, blah, 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 whatever you want. I have like 20 screenshots in my phone. And the day we clinch the playoffs, I'm going to do an hour special where I <laughs> roast every one of you that ever spoke ill of this team because at the time it made sense. But as my, my brother just said, you reward those who believe. Right, bag milk. Yeah, I like it. Air it out. Air the receipts out. I'm looking very, very much forward to seeing them. I love this. Yeah, that one. I think that show will get some views. Can't we got to hold our breath here? Like, can't only one game here. But man, I really do think that we're starting to see something. I brought it up on pre-gaming that the three periods against Washington, but the last third period against Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. We found something, and we have kept that going. It has now been seven periods of utter domination. But okay, third period. This scoring summary takes forever, and I love it. Just the most classic Leon Dreisaitl goal once again. Said Connor was buzzing. He was doing his thing out there. They're both back, but it was beautiful. They already got a chance in the power play. They kind of load it back. Connor catches speed on the half wall, gets the pass from Boosh. We knew where that puck was going. For some reason, I don't think John Gibson knew where that puck was going. Leon standing over there on the faceoff dot. Fun fact, Waz was sitting with Mick Mullet, I believe, right? Right in that spot. And he had a great angle of it. Turns right to Mick Mullet. 
all-time clip. I'm pretty sure it's on our Instagram right now. I saw it somewhere, so it must be there. Yeah. That's Leon rolling bag milk. Yeah, and what I loved most about it was how many times over the last two, three weeks have we seen Leon either just duff his shot from that exact spot, miss the net, get stopped. All the things that would normally have just been automatic goals for him were not happening. And then tonight, just like you said, power play executed perfectly on that one. It was the puck movement was fantastic. Connor found the seam over to Leon and he just drained it. Gibson had no idea what was going on. And it was one of those goals where you see the confidence kind of coming back with a goal. Like Leon almost looked relieved that went in being like, fuck, that's how it goes in. That's how I score those. That's what I do. This is my zone. This is my office. This is where I get them paychecks from. So I love seeing that goal go in. It was one of those ones where at the time, like the others are kind of running away with the score. So it didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But ultimately I think having Leon feel good about his shot from that spot is so very important going into the games coming up. I mean, we got Vegas in town in a couple of days, like having the power play rolling going up against Vegas after a night like this. I'll take that. I'll take that every single time. You say that at that point in the game that it really doesn't matter. And I agree. It mattered to me a whole lot because I had Leon dry settle two plus points and Oilers to win. So when I saw that one go in, it was an extra celebration. It was, they won and I won as well. Eighth goal of the game was Matthias Eckholm on the power play. PP two gets another one there. Yeah. He let it rip. What a blast from the points. That's how, you know, it was the Oilers night eight two final score, 10 goals. You better have taken the over what a time, but bag milk. I want to get into it right now. Just a quick touch. I hit my boardsy bankroll. It'd be tough to not hit any of the bets that we had laid out on a game like tonight. But you told me pre-show bag milk that you were spraying on the board tonight and you hit all over, right? I, I, this is one of the rare nights this year where I hit every single thing that I put down. I put down, let me see, one, two, three, four, five bets on the game. And I hit all five. That hasn't happened all season. It was just kind of one of those ones where I'm fist pumping in my house and I'm fucking cheering and I'm excited and I'm jumping up. I was fist pumping so high. It was like a tiger uppercut from Street Fighter 2. But I had uh, Oilers to win every period at plus 625. That is very, very juicy. It is very, very nice. And then I had uh, total power play goals over one and a half. Hit that one. I had Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl both to score a plus 275. Hit that one. I had money line and over total and uh, total goals over six and a half. Hit that one. I had Leon Dreisaitl anytime goal scorer. Hit that one. It was just a great night of betting for your boy. It's great. Dude, that's, that's a night you're going to remember all season. If you went five for five, that's actually incredible. I'm so jealous. I should have texted you beforehand to get uh, to get a little plug there. But hey, we all won. Everybody won. Let me know in the chat if you hit any big bets tonight. I would love to live through you. I know a couple of my buddies had big money on this game because they said, like I, before the game, the Ducks are a bad team. We're a good team. We better win this game, and we better win this game handedly. And that's exactly what we did, baby. But okay, we've spent 30 minutes just getting through the scoring summary and everything kind of off the top. Let's get into the good, bad, and the oily presented by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories. That's making new ones. This memory tonight, I will not be forgetting for quite some time. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information you want to protect some travel memories 
Ben Milk, where could you make some travel memories roughly around February when it's really shitty, cold, and dark in Edmonton, and it's really warm and sunny somewhere else? Where would that be? Oh, I don't know. It could be a little time to get away when it's nice and cold in Edmonton. Generally, February, not the warmest month of all time. Maybe you might join us down in Arizona and watch the Edmonton Oilers play in a tiny little barn that only 4,600 people will fit in. And maybe we'll be down in the attacking zone where they attack twice in a place called the Den, where we're going to be lighting a section up in blue and orange. Maybe you'd want to join us on something like that. Maybe you'd want to have a couple of cocktails. Maybe you'd want to celebrate a hat trick and throw your hat on the ice with the rest of us and make a scene in Arizona. I think you want to do that. It's at nationgear.ca. It's a nation vacation. If you've never been on one of these before, I promise they are going to be one of the greatest weekends you'll ever have with us. We always have a blast. We always cheer on the boys. We always get up to a little bit of shenanigans along the way. It's the best time. I implore you to join us. Please, please go to nationgear.ca and get the details for this trip presented by our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. It's going to be so much fun. If you've never been on one of these trips, you do not know what you are missing out on. It is so much fun. You guys went to Seattle. I had the worst case of FOMO I've ever had. Fear of missing out for those that needed to be updated on that. I hated it. I'm not missing this one. I will be there. Tyler will be there. You'll be there. Liam will be there. Gavin will be there. Jay will be there. Kennedy will be there. Everyone's going to be there. It's going to be a hell of a time. And no, Lance, that place is not Boardsy's basement. <laughs> I said it's going to be warm. It's going to be hot. That's hilarious. That really makes me laugh. But okay, Patrick, can you give me the good tonight? It's literally everything, man. I could maybe make this more specifically. It was a point night for everybody. I think there's only six guys that didn't get a point on the team right now. Five points for Connor McDavid. Three for Zach Hyman. Stuart Skinner didn't start hot. He pulled it in. He pulled it in together. He made 21 saves, 23 shots, 913 save percentage. That's all I need, bag milk. Literally everything was good about this game. Yeah, it's again, what what can you really complain about in a AT win, right? Like, I mean, sure, if you really wanted to, you could say it's coming in one second. We'll complain in one second. All right. Well, I look forward to complaining in one second. I suppose like if I'm gonna complain, I'll I'll save my complaint for that specific segment. But um no, it was just fun. It was fun to end off the weekend with a win like this. And it was one of those ones where it's nice to see some guys that really need to get some goals and some points continue on and building up their confidence. This is going to bode well for us going forward. You're damn right. Okay, let's get to the bad here. This one, but he fixed it. It was Stuart Skinner's start. It's that, that was not good. It was, <laughs> I said it on the show before on pre-gaming. Do you think bag milk, Stuart Skinner, because I was talking about how everybody's talking about we need to make this trade for a big time goaltender. I still keep thinking Stuart Skinner is the goalie of the future. I will always believe in him as up and down as this is as it is, but I feel like people are forgetting that this might just be a sophomore slump. This is something that happens in every professional sport. For some reason, your first year, you're very nervous. Maybe nerves get the best of you. Fear is a good motivator. You play great. Maybe year two, you get a little comfortable, a little lackadaisical. Usually year three, you know what you have in a guy. Do you think this is just a sophomore slump or is this deeper with Stuart Skinner? I mean, it's one of those things, right, where you can never cover up for the goalie. 
It's like yeah. if you have a forward that's struggling and maybe not playing their best, you bump them down in the lineup, you kind of limit their minutes, you hide them a little bit, but you can never do that with the goalie. The goalie is always going to be the one that, you know, when things are going poorly, everybody piles on. Like I think about the game against Carolina when he allowed four goals on 13 shots. And while not all of those were his fault, they are absolutely his problem. So it's one of those ones where he is not as dialed in as we need him to be. And it hurts because the mistakes end up in the back of the net. And ultimately when the Oilers can't outscore some of those problems, like if you think about last season, if you think about early last season before Stu was really rolling and they're playing Jack often, the Oilers had to outscore a lot of problems. They would have had a really bad start last year had they not been getting goals from Connor Leon and the whole gang pumping at a really nice clip this year that didn't happen. So they weren't covering up the mistakes and Stu wasn't getting kind of those, Oh man, we won that one, even though we shouldn't have won. And he really had to play as a starting goalie. And tonight he finished with a nine thirteen. That's a respectable finish after especially a really, really tough start. So he's having one of those seasons where it's been very up and down. I'd like to see him be a little bit more consistent and kind of even out the highs and the lows a little bit more. But as we saw on Friday, he still got it in him. He got a shutout against a very good cap team tonight he dialed it in after a very very shaky start that's something you want from your starter you want a short memory and I think that Stu's going to figure it out I'm with you I think that Stu is going to be the starter for this team long term but well he's still figuring this out there's going to be some nights where we're just kind of puzzled at what's going on but I, I think that tonight he did a really good job of shaking off a tough start and dialing it in as the game went on I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Would I like Stuart Skinner to have a consistent and good first 10 minutes of the game? Obviously, yes. Am I happy and thrilled that he was able to buckle down, regroup, and then stop every single thing that came his way for the rest of the game? That needs credit, too. I need people to give him credit for that because that could have snowballed. That must be tough to let two in like that and be like, 
oh shit, here it goes again. Like I'm the problem yet again. You're looking over at Pickard like I was, but he hunkered down and he able to lock in and he made every save he needed to from that point on. I love Stu for that. That gives me, it gives me confidence that that's what a goalie needs to be do, right? It's never always going to be pretty. You're going to let bad ones in, but it's about how you respond afterwards. And tonight he responded perfectly after two, but okay, let's take a look at the oily here. This one is depth. And I want to bring up specifically, I already touched on him. Vinny DeHarnay, 2.9, correct? 2.9 for the boy. And Connor Brown gets the apple. James Hamblin scores a goal. Matthias Eckholm scores a goal. Darnell Nurse had three apples on the night. I see it everywhere in here right now. They keep saying Nurse for Norris. Darnell Norris. Give him a ring. like that. Last year, John Scott had the worst take of all time. And he said Darnell should be up for the Norris. That's how I knew he wasn't watching Oilers games. Right now, without a doubt, Darnell Nurse is our best defenseman. I will not take that from anybody else. But Bag Milk, he's putting up points. Vinny is. Hamblin is. Everybody feels like they are right now. And would this have been nice earlier in the year when McDavid and Leon weren't producing? Sure. But they're doing it now while they're producing. That's how you get eight goal games right there. What would you think of the depth tonight? Yeah, it's 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 everything you want to see. You want to see guys chipping in because there's going to be moments when the top guys aren't producing. So you want some guys further down the lineup to do it. Tonight, again, James Hamlin gets a nice goal. Uh, Matias Ekholm gets a goal. So there's two goals from people that you don't necessarily expect. You send three three assists from Darnell Nurse. He played 25-10, had two, three shots on goal and a hit to go along with the three assists. So he had a nice night. Vinny with his first ever multi-point game in his NHL career. He's got three assists his last two games. So you love to see it. You love to see some guys feeling good when the puck's on their stick, as opposed to just launching it into space and hoping and praying that it works out because for the first, what? Oh, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 games of the year. You never knew what to expect from this team. And now they look like they're a little bit more dialed in over the last two, you know, there's still a lot of work to do. They're going to have a real test when Vegas comes into town on Tuesday, though Vegas is playing the second half of a back to back. If I remember their schedule correctly, so they just need to keep it going because it's nice to beat the Ducks. It's really, really great to put up eight goals against the Ducks, but they kind of suck. And we need to do this against some good teams too if we're going to climb back into the standings. We need these regulation wins. And tonight was a big one against a team that they are behind in the Pacific Division. I want to see them do it again on Tuesday. I want to see them do it again on Thursday. I just want to see the ball continue rolling downhill as opposed to, you know, we won three games last time and then we went on a slide for three games. So let's keep this going and let's get the consistency up. But there was a lot to like tonight, including the depth scoring. It was a four-point night if you count that we get two points and a team we're trying to catch didn't get two points. Do I hate that I'm scoreboard watching this early into the season? Sure, but it is what it is, baby, and that's the bed that we're in right now, so we're going to lie in it. Also, credit where credit's due. Kennedy said in here, shout-out to all the Vinny supporters. The reason Vinny got two points is because we had Brett Holden on pregame show. He predicted Vinny would score a goal. Two apples, in my opinion, just as good. He's a big Vinny supporter, so go Brett. He was texting me during it. He said, Vinny points, and then he got another, holy shit, Vinny got two points kind of thing. So he was excited, and so was I. But that's it for the good, bad, and oily, presented by Alberta Blue Cross. Protect your memories. Make some memories on a nation vacation. Let's go Let's go party together. It's a good time. I partied with a couple of nation citizens on Friday at Greta. I saw a couple of them bag milk. It was very nice. Used my Greta card too. 
Shout out Greta. But okay, I want to get into my DoorDash ding dong hot and cold performers of the game for a limited time. Our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. Okay, this one's obvious. We need to give him his props. We almost we, we take him for granted. It's number 97. You cannot be the hot. You, you couldn't pick anybody else for a hot performer. He had five points tonight. He had a beautiful goal. I feel like every assist he got, I don't know, I'd have to rack my brain. Felt like a primary assist. He was all over the place tonight. He is the best player in the world. I said like a week or two ago, Frank told me he was tied in points with Cole Perfetti. That made me want to that made me want to puke just thinking about that. He's on a run right now, nine points in his last two games. Connor McDavid for the Hart Trophy back on Bag Milk. Yeah, of course. When is it not? It's like you know, I would say Connor McDavid for the Art Ross is also back on. It's it's funny, right? Because when he's struggling by his own standards, he's still better than most NHL players. And then when he kind of comes back to looking like Connor McDavid and puts up nine points in his last two games, you go. Uh, yeah, this guy's just a little better than everyone else, huh? So yeah, it was interesting to see him struggle, quote unquote, to start the season because we're used to Connor doing Connor things. And the last two nights he's done that. So watch him fly up the standings here if this continues. And whoever is in first place, the league scoring right now, there's somebody on your tail. You just don't know it yet. And it's going to be Connor McDavid. And we'll see where he's at when all is said and done. But I would bet on, and I'm a betting man, that he'll be right there when the finish comes. That's right. I got, I got a lot of futures this season. <laughs> that At the beginning of the year, they didn't look too great, but they're starting to right now. Also, when Connor scored his goal, a lot of people were pointing it out in the chat, being like, because he didn't smile. He looks unhappy and blah, blah, blah. I'm the complete opposite of that. I love that he's not smiling, because it's like Kobe Bryant said in one of his NBA five Finals interviews. Why would I be happy? Job's not finished. Job finished? Job's not finished. So game wasn't over. I love that from Connor McDavid. It's the best. My cold. Actually, let me ask you, do you have any extra hot performer for the night? I'm going to give a little bit of love to Darnell nurse. I think that the dude takes so much shit around here and it's all because of his $9.25 million contract. If you had that put in front of you, you would have sprint to the fax machine and signed it too. So Darnell nurse again, 25, 10, he led the defense minutes played. He had three assists tonight. He had three shots on goal. He had one hit. He had a plus three rating. I know we don't really care about plus minus anymore, but Darnell nurse was very, very good for the, Weathers on the back end. And I think that he deserves some love on a night like this, even though nobody is going to give him some. So Darnell Nurse, you get my hot performer of the evening. Bag Milky, he will get love. Lance says Nurse for Norris here right there. Joel said, who wouldn't take the bag? But I feel like this season, I've been saying it after every, it's pre-gaming and after Dirk. Darnell Nurse is by far our best defenseman this season. He's been the most consistent. He's been Good in our own end. Borderline greats, but I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. But he's been consistent. This team would not be better if we lost Darnell Nurse. Anyone who says that, I lose my mind. Nurse looks nasty in here. Joel, Nurse was super solid. I like Nurse's pass to Nuge. That was a $9.25 million pass right there. Darnell Nurse took a puck off the face in warm-up. He has two black eyes. His face is all messed up. He's still out there getting three apples. That is my dog out there. A D-A-W-G. So I say dog. 
not a regular dog. He's a dog because she gets in there. I love Darnell. He's been a part of the leadership core forever. He's a homegrown talent defenseman that we raised like he's our own. Like he's our own, damn it. And it's it's awesome to see him get rewarded. And to read people in here say, I've been a nurse stand for years. Sergeant Battle, I believe you. There were so many people in here last year, every time, demanding him to be traded. Little hint, hint. I have a lot of receipts when it comes to Darnell Nurse. That will be a 15-minute segment on my receipt show when it comes to it. Darnell, you are the man. My brother says, preach, Boardsy. That's right. Everybody... Get on the Darnell bandwagon because there's plenty of room and I'm leading that charge right there. We're going to move along to the cold performer. And I saw somebody in here said, who could even pick as a cold performer on a game like this? I didn't want to be negative. I didn't want to pick anyone. You know where I'm going? Lucas Dostal. Because that man got lit up. He yeah. got worked. He looked like a sad, lost puppy out there when he was getting lit up. Feel bad for the guy sometime. Not really. We were worried about getting goalied by a backup. Nope, didn't have to worry about that one. Felt pretty good about that performance. Bag milk, we lit that kid up. Yeah, I mean, uh, he had 16 shots against and allowed six goals. It was uh, not great. It was not great at 625. Nobody's going to write home about that except for ugly reasons. And uh, Lucas Dolstall, he came into Edmonton. I get why they started him. He came into Edmonton last year and he put up a hell of a performance. And the Oilers ultimately lost that game, if I remember correctly. But tonight, that was just not the case. My cold performer, I'm going to go to his other, the other goalie in Anaheim, John Gibson. You get paid a lot of money, bro. And you finished with an 800 save percentage. You only stopped eight shots. And there was only 10 that came at you. You played for 32 minutes and that is no good either. Wouldn't have mattered in the end because the Oilers ultimately won 8-2, but you did allow two goals on only 10 shots. And well, that's just not good enough. So uh, both goalies from the Anaheim Ducks getting the cold performers of the week. And you'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. It didn't matter who was in there. They were going to get lit up. The boys had their minds made up. They were going to put on a hell of a performance in front of the hometown crowd. That place looked lit. Okay, now that we're done with these, I just want to get to some regular takeaways. Also wanted to point out the Edmonton Oilers fans waited till the final five minutes to do the wave. Yeah. It was perfect. I know our boy Liam was smiling like a proud father somewhere out in the city, but we also scored during the wave. I do believe a couple people in here have said that. I thought we did. That's all time right there. That makes the wave even better. Vibes must be so good coming out of that place. Let me know if you were there. I can see <laughs> I can see my brother is having an absolute night right now. He's saying the funniest stuff in the chat. If you were there, let me know. The wave bag milk, they waited and we were rewarded. I know Liam's going to preach tomorrow that everybody should learn from that and only do the wave when the game is, it's over. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm a big wave guy, but I also understand that it's very, you know, you got to pick your spots. There's many, many times when you can do the wave. And I was happy to see Liam actually on Twitter gave permission to do the wave that it was up six, two, seven, two. And he's like, you know what? Now's the time for the wave. And I agree with that. You don't do it when it's tied. You don't do it when you're down a goal. And I don't even like it when you're up by one, but when you're up by four or five and you're absolutely steamrolling a team like the Anaheim ducks, fuck the ducks forever, man. Do the wave until that you're leaving the building. Start the go Oilers go chant, leave it go all night, walk into work tomorrow 
I was starting the Go Oilers Go chant, I love a celebratory wave against the Anaheim Ducks. No better time to do it than when they're getting absolutely shit stomped. Perfect time by the crowd. Excellent execution. You see an extra goal in there when the wave's going around and the people are pumped. The vibes are excellent. That is the exact kind of Sunday night I'd love to see at Rogers Place. Dude, it's after dark, so yeah. yeah. Fuck the Ducks, man. I will never like that team, and it's solely is Ryan Kessler's fault, okay? He pulled Cam Talbot's bad. I will never, ever in my life get over that and how we were robbed of some game in there. That infuriates me. I will never like the Ducks. I've liked John Gibson, but I just want to see that guy get lit up. You know, you just sometimes you have the teams that you just absolutely hate. You'll never get over it. It's the Dallas Stars. And the Anaheim Ducks for me, obviously the Flames and stuff. Bag Milk, who's an out of the box team that you hate? It's the Ducks, man. Like, how could I not? Like, I think about the times when the Oilers were, I think back to when I was covering this team for OilersNation.com during the Aikens era. And the Oilers would go do the California road trip and they would get absolutely stomped by the Ryan Kessler led Ducks. And it wasn't fun to watch. And they would dummy the Oilers all the time. And then after in the post game, Ryan Kessler would say something shitty about how bad the Oilers were. And it was true, but it hurts. And I don't like them as a result. And I never will. And I don't. Don't care who is on them or that any of the current Anaheim Ducks had nothing to do with those teams. Fuck them forever. I will always cheer for them to get stomped. And quite frankly, I was getting a little bit mad at Nobby towards the end of the game when he started PP2 in the late power plays. Because you know what? Once again, and I will repeat it. Fuck the Ducks forever. You start PP1 and you bury them into the fucking ground. Dig a hole and bury them. That's what happened. And I love to see it. And I will not cheer for them. Or not ever cheer against beating the Ducks. The other one, of course, 2006. Come on, the Carolina Hurricanes after the thing happened. The Oilers won game six. And then as far as I know, they canceled the rest of the Stanley Cup finals. As far as I know, the series ended then. We all went and we enjoyed ourselves. That was that was my first real, real taste of heartbreak as a young, young bag of milk. And I still hate the Carolina Hurricanes as a result. Lastly, thirdly, I hate the Minnesota wild man. When Jacques Lemaire used to be the coach of that team and they played nothing but trap hockey, Marion Gabrick used to light the Oilers up all the time. Manny Fernandez was in net. He would stone them all the time. They went into, they couldn't win in Minnesota for years. I still hate them again. None of those players are there anymore. All of the management is gone. But anytime I see a Minnesota wild game on the schedule, I cringe a little bit because I know they're going to be boring or at least something bad is going to happen. And I, I can't even enjoy that Bill Guerin's a fun GM because I hate the Minnesota wild. So, so very, they even have a mall. They think is cooler than our mall. It's not damn it. State of hockey, my ass. Okay. You're not Canadian. There's a, you can have the state of hockey. That's, that's whatever. That's child's play. And also, yes, the 2006 Cup. Yeah, there was never a Game 7. I actually have no idea how that one ended. I think they just, it was like the COVID season. They just they just called it right there. But uh, finally, just some final housekeeping here. I wanted to bring up, I saw somebody in here said it could have been the Oily. Cody Cece, did he lose some teeth yeah. out there today? Yeah. I think he did. He was, you saw him walking down the, the hallway there and just screaming, losing his mind, probably whatever. But he comes back. He's on the, he's in for the second period him and Darnell Nurse have taken severe facial injuries in the past couple of days here. They're both still out there. And the beauty part is, is they're both on the same deep pairing. Those are two hockey players. Those are two men. Those are two dogs. 
Yeah, those are guys being dudes, aren't they? Darnell yep. Nurse takes one right in the mush in the wind warm up. Look, he's got two shiners right now. Looks great. Cody sees he's got some busted chiclets. I, I think that that's going to be one of the most handsome pairings in the NHL right now. They look tough as nails. You love to see it. Those are hockey boys doing hockey things. And uh, it's funny that they play together. I felt, man, as soon as when I saw that puck hit Cody CC's face, all I could think of is like, if I was playing in the NHL, I would be the only guy wearing the full mask, you know? It'd be like, you don't have to wear that. You're in the NHL now. They're like, no, bro, I'm scared. For things like that to happen, Cody CC's very handsome. And now what happened? He's got broken chiclets and who knows when he gets those fixed, right? That's no Cody good for anybody. Cody CC is incredibly handsome. I don't care what anyone says. That guy, that guy's a looker right there. And as a man who has broken his teeth, my front tooth is fake. A, very painful because you get the nerve like severed right in half. Any cold air, any cold drink really hurts. It's also very expensive. And I always wonder as a hockey player, like Ryan McLeod, right? He's missing his teeth forever. I'm like, do you get those fixed just to come back next year and inevitably get them knocked out again? No, you can't. It'd be tough to walk around all summer toothless and whatnot. I never really know. I guess it depends on the athlete. But props to them for being just guys being dudes, bag milk. Those are just guys being dudes. Yeah, man. I had a buddy that he got his front ones knocked out in junior hockey, and then he made the mistake again. Permanent implants put in too soon before he was done playing beer league, got him knocked out again. It was almost damaged to the point of not being able to replace his for two front teeth. So Ryan McLeod, if you're listening to this, I know you are. I beg of you, do not get those fixed until you are done playing, my boy. They're going to get knocked out again. You're going to have pieces of your brain falling out of your skull. Nobody needs that right now. Besides, that hockey smile, you can't beat it. You cannot beat it. I was going to say, that's a look that never gets old, especially on the ice. And it just it gives you, I think, 10 extra style points when you, like, let's say, go on a face-off and you just look at the guy and you're like, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But the Oilers today in this game, they didn't make it easy for the fans watching these games. Give up the first goal. I believe there was five goals in the first 15 minutes. But the Oilers scored three goals on four shots to start the game. So the <laughs> offense was there. I know it was a backup goalie, but it's tough, right? Cause it's like, you can't say they had a, a good fast start, but like you also could because there were so many goals that they scored. I don't know. It was a very, it was a very weird game at the beginning there. I was like, is this going to be like this? Pat texted me. He had finished pre-gaming. What a beauty he is. He had to go drop off his beer league jerseys with the team he doesn't avoid the grind he works hard and then he got back home and he texts me and he's like how the hell did i just miss four goals in that time frame what a jam-packed load of stuff right there in the first bit bag milk is that do you count that as a good start for the oilers i don't know i don't even know how to take yeah, it right like I'm very confused the thing that I will say was a good start by the Oilers is that, you know, they got the two goals from Jones to there was two goals in the first six ten. It looks like on the box score. So two goals by Jones in the first six ten. And the thing I liked about it is they didn't let it derail the rest of their night. If this was what three weeks ago, having two goals down like that in the first handful of minutes of the game, the Oilers would have probably crumbled on themselves. They didn't let any of that happen. Stu dialed it in from the crease. And then from outward, it just, everybody picked it up from there. Connor McDavid did a bunch of good things. A bunch of goals came. I mean, like you said earlier, you could almost hit the over in the first period. So good start. No question mark, but right. let me know in the chat. If you thought it was a good start, I'm going to say good ish because they obviously allowed in some weak ones and quickly, but they answered back so fast. And Hey, 
that's that's all I need. It's you take the lead, and they never really seem to look back. Also, want to point out there was two goals that were direct results of set plays off of faceoff. That's great coaching. That's also great execution. That's just great uh-huh. everything that everybody knows where they're going to be. And I want to ask, what do you think of Coach Knob so far this season? He said, I believe it was during the intermission, was it one of them said that he went to watch optional skate this morning because he wants to really get to know the players inside and out. I think even not on a real practice team setting like that. Bob Stoffer then said he's not surprised about the great things he's hearing about Knobla so far. Agmel, couple games in. What do you think of Nobby? I think, I mean, in terms of like tactically and on the ice, it's hard to say, right? Like yeah, he's only been yeah. around a handful of games, so it's hard to say what he's doing. A couple of things that stick out, the Oilers have more back pressure on the back check. So far, I like to see that. They seem to have tightened it up in the neutral zone a little bit. You love to see that. But the thing that sticks out to me is this guy is calm man no matter whether they've lost or whether they and and i mean woodcroft was as well but like for chris knobloch he is calm and no matter what it's like he keeps his voice at a very even keel and he keeps things steady and he just he seems to really craft his words and his sentences very very like tactfully and i think that's an interesting play because having those kind of ebbs and flows to a season they're going to happen but having the messaging maintain consistency and just kind of a static tone I think that's going to play well in this market because we're spicy. You know, yeah. when things are going bad, we're spicy. But when things are going great, there's jubilation in the streets. So it's going to be interesting to see how Nobby kind of navigates this because he's not exactly here on a, in under great circumstances. So, so far, so good. So far, so good. I'm team Nobby, but we'll see where he goes from here. So still early to figure out what he is yet. So far, so good. Perfect. Yeah, it's it's been, he's helped get us out of the hole that we were in when he started to join the team. So I'm happy. I don't know, once again, maybe I'm just a sucker for a guy in a nice suit and a nice haircut, but he seems very Great smart. Haircut. The way the way he talks, it just, I get vibes that this guy knows what he's talking about. I'm hearing it. I'm reading it. Bob Stoffer's saying it. Hey, I'm a fan right now. I loved Woody, but that's in the past. That's, hey, if you love something, Set it free. If it's meant to be, they'll come back. So maybe we'll get Woody in some form someday. But for right now, it's the Nobby. It's the garlic. It's the vampire hunter. I also want to point out, just quick here, Adam Ernie, sneaky good handles and speed. There was a couple rushes he had that I saw 2-1, and he made like a nice little fluid dangle with some speed, center and pucks. Adam Ernie, an actual hockey player, question mark? Yeah, I just I'd love to cheer for him. You know, I feel like there's a lot. Am to I like. fishing? Am I fishing? I don't know. Like, I, I honestly don't know because so far he's been pretty inconsequential. I mean, there's a couple of this, a couple of games where you go, oh fuck, he that guy can really throw his body around. He plays like a little bowling ball out there. But I agree, he's got some good wheels, and I think that he's going to chip in with some points here. His he's not completely useless or anything like that. I just, I just, I'd like to see more consistency from anybody in the bottom six, and that includes Adam Ernie. But you know, he picked up a point tonight, and I think that there's a player there. But it's just, it's a matter of can he keep it consistent? Because if he can't, you know, he's going to get replaced. So I always find it interesting to see those kind of bottom six, fourth line guys, how they do and how they can do it consistently. But tonight, no doubt, not to take it away from him, Adam Ernie, it was probably one of his better nights as an oiler, right? He, he only played 11.02, but he finished with an assist, a plus one, two hits and a shot on goal. For a guy like that, you take it any night of the week. So 
yay. I agree. I mean, and 11 minutes that that could be a season high for that guy. I feel like that's a lot of time right there. I want to call out one thing I see here Braden Showtime. He said, Boardsy, does hearing Max Jones on the broadcast trigger you after today's Pats game for my horribly shitty Patriots quarterback, Max Jones? He then says, Two goals for Max Jones. Zero touchdowns for Mac Jones. Tough Sunday for Boardsy. I haven't set this thing on fire yet, but it's getting pretty close to that right now. Thank you for pointing out that that guy has more goals than Mac Jones has touchdowns. I didn't need that right now, Braden. You brought me back down to reality, and I was having fun up here in my Oilers zone. Damn you. Damn you. <laughs> that hurt. That hurt. That one came from up top. Um, final thing that I kind of noticed. Well, A, we didn't get goalied. So that's very nice. But one just funny thing I wanted to point out. Did you see Bouchard in his own end when we were on the power play and he couldn't find the puck in his skates and then he like panicked and then he got absolutely knocked over on his feet. He fell over. I don't blame him because like it was in his skates, but that right there, that visual is why he is the whipping boy in Edmonton. It didn't end up as a goal against nothing bad happened, but uh that one was that one was rough. I saw it on Twitter right after. I saw a lot of memes of him just getting, where is it? And then boom, and knocked over. <laughs> what do you think of that one? Yeah, I mean, Bouchard's an adventure out there in the defensive zone. And sometimes you look and you scratch your head, and sometimes you watch what he's doing and you go, Oh boy, let's hope this doesn't end up in the back of the net. Fortunately, we didn't get it. Fortunately, it didn't burn us this time. And fortunately, we just had to have a little chuckle about it. But yeah, I mean, Bouchard's an adventure out there. I don't think he's ever not going to be, but we know what he can do at the other end of the ice, too. So it's both sides of the sword with our sweet dad. Our sweet, sweet old man Bouchard. Uh, Stealth Legend said, Boards of the Patriots will be back on top soon. Fellow Patriots fan. Respect, bro. Respect. It's tough to be a Pats fan right now, but we're going to keep doing it. Bag milk. We went for an over hour today. I want to ask you, finally, looking ahead, the Vegas Golden Knights, we play them on Tuesday. They do play the Calgary Flames the night before. So maybe we'll get another backup goalie. Who knows? I don't really ever want to see Aiden Hill ever again. Really upset with that guy. But let me give me your score prediction and an anytime goal score. You went five for five today betting on Betway. So everybody open up your ears and listen to bag milk right now. Listen, we're going to get a four two win. The Oilers are going to take advantage of a team that was tired. Okay. They're going to come in on a back-to-back set. I know that it's still early in the year. You'd think that Vegas has some juice, but we're going to take advantage of a team that's a little bit tired. So that's a four, two win coming. And Boardsy, the captain, is going to stay hot. A Connor McDavid anytime goal. You might as well just put the money in your jeans already. I'm already counting it. I'm actually already going to start counting. I haven't seen plus next to McDavid's name for a bit for anytime goal score. I think the sports books are starting to realize that our boy is getting hot. Uh, I'm going to give a 4-3 overtime Oilers W. Nothing's going to come easy against this Vegas squad. It's going to be a battle the whole way through. And I'm going to continue with a guy who has goals in the last two games. Ryan Nugent Hopkins staying on Connor's wing. He's going to start burying him. He's going to get back to the Nuge of last season. Remember this. You can keep these receipts because it's going to start happening. Finally, I want to bring him in. Pat, I know you're at home, but somebody in the chat asked, where is handsome Pat? And is he here? So we need to see that handsome face. Can you give me 
a score prediction and an anytime goal score. I like the four, three in overtime. I was feeling good on that. Uh, I got to roll with Zach Hyman though. Guy's hot right now. He's going to be battling in front of the net. We know that. So I'm happy with that. There you heard it, people. You got picks from all of us. We all have Oilers dubs. Might have to bet all three of those because those three guys are probably, I guess, and Leon. They're the three hottest Oilers right now. They are going. I want to say a big thank you to you two gentlemen for sticking it out. It's a nice Sunday night. What time we got right now? 1048. Look at that. You hit the bet, hit the hay right in time. Wake up and do a leaf show in the morning and be able to chirp them because they lost again this weekend. I do believe. I don't know. I don't check on them much. Shout out to DoorDash. Shout out to Alberta Blue Cross. Shout out to Gre- Greta. I almost said Gretway right there. That would have been that would have been weird. Gretway. You can gamble it. You can gamble at Greta. That is Gretway right there. They're the best. Shout out them. Everybody, that was the game. That was the quintessential after dark that I wanted to do to just talk about the bad. We didn't really have anything. We had Stuart Skinner, no cold performers. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Bag Milk. Thank you to all our sponsors. Thank you to all of you in the chat. If you want to hit that like button right before you leave, please do. Also, if you're not subscribed, you're a crazy person. Please do. Get on. We're going to have lots of content. Your Chuck will be back this weekend. I don't think he's on the show tomorrow because he's got to soak in that awful overtime defeat for the Buffalo Bills. He looked <laughs> very sad in the rain. I think he's not happy. But everybody... Have a great night. I hope you had a great weekend. I'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. And then we got pre-gaming again on Tuesday. I'll talk to you then. See you, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.